In the name of the Father, the Son, Holy Spirit, Amen. I'd like to welcome you all to our Perseverance Family Conversation, and as always, it's great to be with all of you. I'm your host, Father Ed Broom, OMB, Oblate of the Virgin Mary. And as always, we'd like to start off our conversation by inviting Mary to be with us. Of course, Mary has many wonderful titles. Mary is the Mother of God. Mary is the mother of the church. Mary is the mother of each and every one of us. And also we pray to Mary. At the end of the rosary, we pray the Hail Holy Queen. And we pray to Mary as our life, our sweetness, and our hope. So let's uh, invite Mary to be with us to walk with us, to pray for us, and to pray with us. Because we pray the prayer that she loves most. The prayer that Mary loves most is the is the Hail Mary. So together, Hail Mary, full of grace, the Lord is with thee. Blessed art thou among women, and blessed is the fruit of thy Jesus. Holy Mary, Mother of God, pray for our sinners, now and at the hour of our death. Amen. Now, my friends, let's invite to be with us our spiritual director. What a privilege it is to have as our spiritual director the Holy Spirit of God. Like Mary, the Holy Spirit has many wonderful, wonderful titles. Holy Spirit is known as the is the Paraclete. Holy Spirit is also known as the gift of gifts. Holy Spirit is also known as the sweet guest of our souls. Holy Spirit is also known as our Consoler. Holy Spirit is also known as our Counselor. Holy Spirit is also known as our Interior Master. St. Paul, in his letter to the Romans, reminds us in these words, consoling words, they are, we don't know how to pray as we ought, but the Holy Spirit intercedes with ineffable groans so that we can say, Abba. Abba, which means Daddy or Father. So that being the case, we can entrust our prayer life to the intervention of Mary and the Holy Spirit. 
So let's pray to the Holy Spirit and beg him to give us a lot of light. Let's beg him also to ignite within our hearts the fire of love as we pray. Come, Holy Spirit, fill the hearts of your faithful and enkindle within us the fire of your divine love. Send forth your spirit and they shall be created. And thou shalt renew the face of the earth. Let us pray. O God, who did instruct the hearts of your faithful by the light of the Holy Spirit, grant us that by the same Spirit we may be truly wise and ever rejoice in his consolation. Through the same Christ our Lord. Amen. Glory be to the Father to the Son, and to the Holy Spirit, as it was in the beginning, is now and ever shall be, world without end. Amen. Our Lady of Fatima, pray for us. St. Joseph, pray for us. St. Michael the Archangel, pray for us. St. Gabriel, pray for us. St. Raphael, pray for us. St. John Chrysostom, pray for us. St. Ignatius of Loyola, pray for us. St. Francis Xavier, pray for us. St. Maria Faustina Kowalska, pray for us. All God's angels and saints, pray for us. In the name of the Father, and the Son, and the Holy Spirit, amen. How true, my friends, a family that prays together stays together, and A world at prayer is a world at peace. So to encourage all of you, when I celebrate the Holy Sacrifice of the Mass, I'll place all of you on the altar, praying for you and for your intentions. And among the many intentions I'd like to offer will be the following. I pray that all of us would be open to the workings of the Holy Spirit today. Perhaps we can pray as such. Come, Holy Spirit, come. Come, Holy Spirit, come through the heart of Mary. Come, Holy Spirit, come. Come, Holy Spirit, come through the heart of Mary. My next intention
will be to pray for your families, for the conversion, the sanctification, and the salvation of your families. Our Lord has said in very clear words, what would it profit a man if he gains the whole world and loses his soul? What can we do in exchange for our immortal soul? So I'd like to pray that our family members will be open to conversion, open to God's love. My last intention will be, I'd like to pray today in a very special way for all the people throughout the world all the people throughout the world who will die. Who will die? That they would turn to God and beg for mercy. Greatest of God's attributes is His infinite mercy. And be saved. So let's pray, my friends, frequently for the dying, especially deathbed sinners who are far away from God, that they would entrust themselves to God's mercy and thereby be saved. My friends, today, We're in the Gospel of St. Luke, chapter 6. What we have today in Luke, chapter 6, from verse 20 to 26, is what is called the Lucan version of the Beatitudes and the woes. So you're going to find, in Matthew, chapter 5, the first few verses, you're going to find, the eight Beatitudes. Blessed are the poor. Blessed are those who weep. Blessed are those, the peacemakers. Blessed are the meek. Blessed are the pure of heart. Blessed are those who hunger and thirst for justice. Blessed are the persecuted. You're going to find those Beatitudes in the Gospel of St. Matthew. But then you're going to have another version in the Gospel of St. Luke, somewhat different. And it starts off with blessed are, and then we have woe to those. So we have the Beatitudes and the Lucan Woe to those. So it starts off by seeing Jesus raising his eyes. 
we can meditate upon that. Meditating upon the eyes of Christ, we can meditate upon the face of Christ, we can meditate upon the countenance of Christ. St. Therese of Lisieux had a great devotion to contemplating the face of Christ. And St. Ignatius invites us when we pray to imagine the Lord is looking at us. That's a good way to start off your prayer. To imagine that Christ is looking at us. So what I said, we have the Beatitudes in the Gospel of St. Matthew, then you have the Lucan version, and that's what we have today. So in the Lucan version, we have, Blessed are you who are poor, for the kingdom of God is yours. Blessed are you who are hungry, you'll be satisfied. Blessed are you who weep, for you will laugh. Blessed are you when people hate you and when they exclude and insult you and denounce your name as evil on account of the Son of Man. And then Jesus gives the woes. Rejoice and leap for joy on that day. Behold, your reward will be great in heaven. Then Jesus gives the woes. It says, Woe to you who are rich, for you have received your consolation. But woe to you who are filled now. You'll be hungry. Woe to you who laugh now. You'll grieve and weep. Woe to you when all speak well of you. For the ancestors treated the false prophets in this way. So I presented to you right now the contrast between, as Sophie has written, we have the Matthew version of the Beatitudes. Beatitudes means be happy, which can be found in Matthew chapter 5, verse 1 to 12. Then we have the Lucan version which is the gospel for today. Now, St. John Paul II of happy memory, whose feast day will be later on in the month of October, says that the Beatitudes are a window into the heart of Christ. Isn't that beautiful? The Beatitudes are a window into the heart of Christ. So if we want to enter into the very heart of Christ, then we meditate upon the Beatitudes. So I'd like to take one. The one would be, blessed are you who are poor, for the kingdom of God is yours. Let's stop and reflect upon that. You're going to see that these beatitudes of Christ are countercultural. They go against what 
the world and his values teach. Because the world will honor and applaud those who are rich, those who have an expensive home, those who have an expensive car, those who have a big bank account. This is the world. But Jesus says, blessed are the poor. Now this is the challenge for us. Because when we read the Bible, we read the Gospel, there's always going to be a challenge. Which our Lord is challenging us to follow Him more closely. To love Him more ardently. And often this will entail our renouncing something. Saying no to something so that we can say yes to a more powerful and absorbing presence of God in our lives. In the United States, one of the greatest dangers is related to this beatitude. And it's the real danger of allowing ourselves to be absorbed in materialism. To be absorbed in an attitude of trying to obtain as much as we can with as little effort that we expend. So I think it's a good idea to step back and let's meditate upon that beatitude. Blessed are the poor. And you might ask yourself these questions. Do you allow your possessions to possess you? That's the first question. Do you allow your possessions to possess you? Next. Do you have the habit of going to the store or online of buying certain things that you really don't need? It's a good question. And related to that is are you accumulating certain things that you'll probably never use. Next question is, if you look at your garage, 
your home, your room? Are you cluttered? Are you cluttered by things? Maybe you have to declutter. Next would be Are you always worrying about the future? Are you always worrying about the future or do you trust in divine providence? Next, do you focus more on your do you focus more on your 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 spiritual life or your material life? Now, do you give more time to the needs of your body over those of your soul? These are all questions that I offer for your examination of conscience. It's very, very easy for us in an affluent, opulent materialistic society to focus much more. And these are the words of St. John Paul II. Focusing more on having than in being. It's much more important being than having. And John Paul II goes on to say, our doing flows for our, from our being who we are. So let's turn, my friends, to St. John Chrysostom, to the angels and the saints, and to the Lord himself, and beg for the grace to seek first the kingdom of God and his righteousness and everything else will be given you besides. My friends, this morning I have a concelebrated mass with the other priests and I'll be pl- I'll be praying for you. I'll be praying for you that you'll be able to live out these beatitudes. In the mass I'll be celebrating in about 5 minutes. The Lord be with you. May Almighty God bless you, the Father and the Son and the Holy Spirit. Amen.